Chantani, bonjour, and welcome to the next Godfather Minute. Uh, my name is Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And together we make up the entity known collectively as the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers Incorporated. And we're here to talk about Minute 134 of the Godfather. Minute 134, if you're keeping track at home. Alex, please repeat after me. Yes. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento. Cento. Trenta cuatro. Trenta cuatro. You got it. You got it. That's it. That's it. Hi, I'm, I'm being so dumb. You are. <laughs> oh, you just repeat it. <laughs> um, so, juvenile. Minute, it's juvenile. <laughs> I can what see, is this? What I can is see this? Santino and uh, like Mikey play, or I guess Fredo <laughs> playing that, right? Minute 134. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, the Don and um, Tom Hagen are in the car driving back home after the f- successful. This is sort of a post. This is the epilogue to the meeting of the six families. Yeah. Um, the Don says that uh, Barzini will know that the uh, drug hires, the new drug hires, should have clean records. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be told that. But Tom attempts to correct him. Um, but Don reveals that Tatalia is a pimp. Mm hmm. And uh, who a pimp, not only just a pimp, but a pimp who never could have outfucked Santino. Yeah. And um, it turns out that it was Tatalia all along. Uh, no, it was Barzini. Oh, it was. He got her backwards. Uh, <laughs> it was Barzini all along. It was Barzini uh, all along. Uh, later in if Rocco then, as the chauffeur turns out and says, no, it was uh, Cuneo all along. <laughs> they're, they're all one step behind each other. Uh, so later in New England, uh, Mikey has returned to America and reveals himself to Kay Adams, mm. who I'm not sure what the relationship is with those, those her children. Yeah, she's or, a school teacher. Oh, so they're like school kids. I yeah. thought they were like her family. Oh. Like she had like like eight kids. She could never have a family that big. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. Mikey back in the USA. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the Koyon girls are hit by, <laughs> got struck by the thunderbolt. Uh, so I have a question. <laughs> Yeah, about uh, the the whole uh, five families thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so he says, "Well, Jim, I didn't realize until today was it was Butzini all along." Mm-hmm. So does that mean he always suspected someone else was behind it and just didn't know, or didn't know who it was, or had he always just assumed it was Natalia? It's hard to say. It's a really good question because this makes he, it sound like he's like he never could have found what. Out fought a Santino, mm-hmm. so therefore it put doubt in my mind that he was the one behind. He was the one it. behind, it, yeah. And then, and so the meaning kind of confirmed mm-hmm. that that. Uh, so uh, and Puzo in the book really pumps up how brilliant Don Corleone is. So mm-hmm. I would, I would believe that he always suspected because you're right. He would know. He would have known from the beginning that Vitalia couldn't have outfought Santino. Right. Well, so and I guess always t- suspected it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if Santino yeah. was still alive, then mm-hmm. he might be like, well, it's probably still Tatalia. Mm-hmm. Tatalia hasn't done anything that I, well, a pimp couldn't do. <laughs> when, when, he, when he says, no, Tatalia is a, a pimp, mm-hmm. 
is Plutonius is he, is he, a pimp. Is he just insulting him? Or is he saying that in the role of a like the role of a pimp is not one? It, it sort of confused me because the role of a pimp in that pimp prostitute relationship is the one who's pulling the strings, right? Like, no one is really pulling the pimp strings. That's what makes a person a pimp. Uh, well, I think there is. I think it's it's a combination of things. Mm-hmm. There is some degree of. Um, value judgment in it mm-hmm. to tell you as a pimp yeah um a low class yeah Can't but and pimp. i also think even in terms of like uh respect mm-hmm. pimps are as you correctly point out pimps are typically the ones pulling the strings mm-hmm. but they're only pulling strings over women mm-hmm. who are not mm-hmm. like it's yeah. not like you're a, a copper regime or something yeah. you know because women women can afford to be careless yeah. men can so you know dude Probably one step above a farmer, a pimp. Oh wow! It's like a love. He's a love farmer. He's a love farmer. That's all he is. Totalia, did you do you pull the strings of all the girls that you uh, work for you? <laughs> I need assurances that yes, I do. Good because a pimp who doesn't pull the strings of all the girls who work for him can never be a real, never pimp. A real pimp. Why aren't you making comedy with those girls out there? <laughs> Because he wants it, because he's a pimp. So, ah. so Tatalia is like always encouraging his sons to go out there and uh, horn dog around. Yeah, um, yeah. It's odd when I think about it that Bruno never went into that business that he uh, ended up going into magic. Well, you know, it's like it's like you. That's you. you know, I want you to be Professor Conley. I want you to be Professor oh. Tatalia, the great Tatalia. Wait, why is Don Corleone telling me? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. That should be, you're right. It should be yeah. Yeah, Tatalia. I wanted you to be uh, the wizard, the wizard Tatalia, or the, the, the great Tatalia the mysterious. Yeah. That just wasn't enough time. You only made it to level two illusionist. <laughs> I need assurances that when you get to level four, you will choose the fireball spell. <laughs> well, this is this is D and D stats. You're gonna save that for the for the bonus content. Speaking of D and D, I mm-hmm. have um, kind of an update from last minute. As I was listening listening back to last minute, you asked asked me when Mikey. In what minute does Mikey go to Vegas? Yes. So we're in minute one thirty four right now. You want to take a guess? One fifty. 141. Whoa, we're almost there. Seven minutes, seven minutes. Oh my God, you better start working on the next one. No, I was sort of (laughs) scared to reveal it. I I I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it in time. Come on, what kind of of talk is that? Come on, that's seven weeks. You know what you can do? What? You can act like a man. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Seven weeks to come up with it. And each one's got to be better than the next. The Mo Green song's pretty darn good. The Beatles recorded Please Please Me in one day. You can write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sure they did. (laughs) Maybe you just need help. Uh, so wow, so, so oh my gosh, well, uh, man, we'll play the song then because we only got a couple more, okay. couple more All runs right, out of it. Alex, don't you talk to a man like Mo Green like that.
when you're in Vegas. He built this town, and there isn't even a plaque. No plaque in Vegas, nor a statue. Don't you talk to a man like Gonna miss that one. Seven minutes. So, we, well, don't we need feedback from the fans about what yeah. we should be counting so down to? I will look to see what the next couple of highlights are that are mm-hmm. in the next five minutes or so. Oh my god! And then five minutes of within the Mo Green, not yeah. five minutes uh-huh. from now. So, uh-huh. like by minute forty-six, something yeah. by minute one forty-six. Maybe um, here's some ideas. Maybe uh, Tessio pleading with Tom for the sake of old times. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little towards the end. But I almost at the end of the movie. Well, I was thinking more about like the scene with the, uh, you know, like you could have a Senator Colleague or uh, funny papers. Oh, you know, okay. funny papers is such a thing on our show that it seems like it would be a shame. I, I, I would want to do maybe like an old timey piano song because it's Tess, Tessio, the, the previous generation. Mm-hmm. I cannot hang my hat. So like the Paul McCartney old timey songs. Yeah. <laughs> when I hang my hat. <laughs> so, okay. So then we can count, count down to that line. The line where he says, I can't, yeah. there's nowhere in Brooklyn to hang my hat. Well, we, we'll, let's hear what the fans have to say. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, Carlo Rizzi admitting that it was Barzini. That's like the last, how about the door closing at the, uh, when, when, when <laughs> Kay looks in and the door closes. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll we'll get to work on mm-hmm. that, and uh, so see, so everyone go to the Patreon page and mm-hmm. and uh, check out uh, the what the uh, entries are for yeah for the next round. I have one more uh, callback. Is that what they call it when you're referencing an old conversation or old? Sure. Minute? Yeah. Okay. In the previous minute, when when Don Corleone stands and you pointed out that it reminded you of Airplane, the movie mm-hmm. Airplane, yeah, because there was a f- painting, yeah, behind him that looked the same. I. I went back and watched that minute and I noticed, I couldn't believe I didn't notice this before when he's giving that now famous speech yeah. where he talks about Cosa Nostra. There is a, uh, there's a crown of lights behind his head. So, so there, there's, there are lights on the wall. Yeah. It's a light fixture on yeah. the wall of this room, and it's maybe five, four to six bulbs all separate. And he happens to be standing right kind of in the middle. It literally looks like, like a halo. Like a crown. Yeah, oh, halo, my gosh. We should check that oh, out. Oh, you got to go. Promise me you'll go back and watch and it. And that's also the minute where he grabs Natalia's hands and starts flopping her around, <laughs> right? So it's definitely worth, definitely worth the trip to go back and yeah, find, yeah. find that minute. Oh, you got to remind me. Okay, yeah, yeah that's cool. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff in the previous yeah. minute. So I have a bunch of things from the book. Do you have anything else you want to bring up? Um, K, anything about K? Uh, the only thing I have is this scene was shot in uh, Mill Valley, California. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and uh, it was shot. It was one of the last things shot. It was shot. Okay, Mikey, that part. That, yeah, that hmm. that uh, that reunion. So, uh, so it's especially funny that she's like, "When did you get back?" <laughs> like she, yeah. she, like I totally forgot I was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> if they shot it in California, do you think uh, do you think Waltz was involved in the production? <laughs> oh, like, well, under the protection of the Molinari family. <laughs> do you think Hagen way back? When he said Waltz's leading man was moving from marijuana to heroin, was he referring to Al Pacino? Because he's now acting in this scene. In the leading man. Yeah. <laughs> but he the the but he played a heroin addict in the Panic in Needle oh. Park. So it's like he's he's going like he's going he's going from heroin to marijuana. Yeah. I watched that. <laughs> oh yeah. A few we, weeks ago. We'll Love talk it. about we'll talk about the photos. Yeah. Content. We already it's talked about it a few months ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just really liked it. Oh, I, I know- love that style. Okay, yeah. That seventies yeah. film yeah. style, sort yeah. of improvised. Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's about all I have for uh, for notes because uh, I know you said you had a bunch of stuff from the movie. Bunch of stuff, some interesting book. stuff. So yeah. uh, I'll just sit back here and relax while you mm-hmm. take it away. So Puzo writes uh, many scenes that are not in the movie, and one of which is how they tried to get Mikey back into the country. Because mm-hmm. you remember from the previous minute, they're very worried. It's a, you said it took oh, about a year to get him back in. Uh, nearly another year. Sheesh. That's right. Just and, three or four more seasons. <laughs> and they were really worried that the police were going to be the ones to plant evidence or mm-hmm. to shoot him because false evidence, false evidence. Of course, yeah. This is all. <laughs> this is all just as backup. So, do you remember the Bochicio family, Alex? They were the one. They were the uh, the uh, negotiators. That's right. They kind of the, they're kind of like the um, they're ne- the negotiators. Yeah. Do you remember what what the the high the outstanding features of that family? Well, they were, um, they were like, uh, pathological about revenge and, and mm-hmm. killing. That's right. And they were, uh, yeah, cause they would like, mm-hmm. yeah, laying their own family on the line for the sake for that's their, yeah, their, their, fiercely their, loyal. Yes. There you and go. And brutal yes. when it comes to yeah. loyalty and, and vendetta. And terrible pinochle players. <laughs> terrible. Well, that's why they let them win. <laughs> So there was one Bochicchio family uh, member. They're more like professional hostages than negotiators. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't exactly. sound like it doesn't sound like Bochicchio <laughs> was the one like actually like doing uh, what's that called? We have sort of a professional person come in a mediation, like professional. Oh no, mediation. no, no! They're strictly they're they're assurance people. Right, they're in the assurance business. Let's mention that when we do the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> the maybe people. Maybe that's what. Uh, maybe that's what the low budget commercial will be. It'll be the Bochicchios. <laughs> so there is one Bochicchio family member named Felix Bochicchio. Felix? That does not sound like a... Felix. Yeah, it's, it's probably... Felix. A, a, Felix. Probably a, uh, I know it's a Spanish name, probably an Italian name too. Well, he, when they, when he was in New York, he, he sort of, he didn't want, not want to get into the family business, which is very odd for the Bochicchios because they were a, such a tight clan. Yeah. They're almost so, primitive in there. Yeah, exactly. That's how Puzo mm-hmm. describes it. Uh, let's see... So Puzo writes, during that whole year, the whole the family, Corleone family, racked their brains for suitable schemes. Even Carlo Rizzi was listened to now that he was living in the mall with Connie. During that time, they had a second child, a boy, by the way. But none of the schemes met with the Don's approval until Hagen brought the case of Felix Bochiccio to Don Corleone. Uh, hold on. I'm distracted. Mm-hmm. So they have... Because last week we talked about all the Cor- Corleone grandchildren. Yeah. And is this is their second child? This might be their... F- they don't have... It. I, this might be... This is probably their first child, the one that Connie just gave birth to after the 
after the oh maybe the order is different in the movie then because you're right the christening happens later on right and the first the first son we know is victor <laughs> yeah huh. or, or he's the oldest son anyway not sure we'll have to look hmm, it up on the, on the wiki so felix bochicchio did not get into the Bochicchio family business. Mm-hmm. He uh, Instead, he went to school at night to become a lawyer and worked during the day as a civil service post office clerk. What's next? A communist? An anarchist? <laughs> <laughs> That's my best group laugh <laughs> imitation. Uh, and he got his law degree. Oh, good for him. Uh, he pl- did everything by the books, but there was this one scheme that one of his colleagues... Uh, lawyer friend cooked up. Mm-hmm. It was a very complicated, seemingly legal scheme, and had to do with a bankruptcy fraud. It was it, it was a million to one shot against against its being found out. And Felix Bochicchio took the chance. So he's he was an honest guy. And generally, this was, generally, this is a one in a million thing, and technically, it was illegal yeah. to do. And Puzo doesn't go into it. Uh, but long story short, Felix Bochicchio, you busted. Oh, yeah, it was actually his friend, his colleague that got busted and and ratted on Felix Bochicchio. So Felix ended up taking the fall for it. What happened to the to the rat? Um, Seems like that's not a family you'd want to rat someone out in. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, he but he has no Felix Bochicchio is not tight with his clan. He's completely sort of disavowed. Oh, so it's not like it's not like he's. Oh, he's like, a, he doesn't work for. He's the not Bochichios. like Mikey, where he's a civilian. He's like out. He's like he's like, ostrac- bon- he's he's like, like outcast. Bon- he's an he's an outcast. He ran for cover. <laughs> he's the hunted one. He's like Bonacera. How so? He's he, a mustache. He, well, no, he believed in the American system. He yeah. did not uh, did not hang with the hoods until he really needed to. But either way, he's he's completely illegal except for this one thing. He gets yeah. busted. Testimony was given that linked Felix with uncles and cousins in the Bochicchio clan who had criminal records for strong arm, and this evidence was damning. Okay, so his colleague ratted him out and said to the authorities, hey, you have to, you got to believe me because Felix has this background with this yeah. family. And so he kind of got busted just through association, even though he had, has no ties to the Bochicchio family. But he still did the illegal He act. did, yeah. But he's basically clean cut. But so, but again, I would think even with the Bochichios, even if he was in exile, the Bochichios would want. Putsugo is, is very clear that he has severed all the ties with Bo, the Bochichio family. They've tried to get him connected to the family, but he refuses. He's pretty much, he's outcast. He has no connection to them. Um, so they don't, they're, they're not like, well, our, this guy got arrested and he might turn on the rest of the family. They're willing to take the chance of him. Well, he has no connection to the family. There's nothing he can turn on the family. He's well, not involved I mean, in a business, but he grew up, you know, like, well, sure. But that's, this has been years that he's, so, that's, I mean, yeah. so they're not worried at all. They're like, he doesn't know. No, anything. no, he they're, can't no, they're not worried at all. Got it. And so Felix Bochicchio was given a sentence of one to five years and served three of them. And then he got out of jail. White collar crime. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was released from prison after serving three years, went home and kissed his wife and three children and, leave, and lived peacefully for a year and then showed that he was of the Bochicchio <gasps> clan after all. Without any, attempt, without any attempt to conceal his guilt, he procured a weapon, 
a pistol and shot his lawyer friend to death. Oh, the, that's the guy who ratted him out or the guy who got yeah, him? The guy who ratted him out. Okay. The guy who ratted him out. Yeah. His, his business partner, yeah. whose yeah. scheme it was. Yeah. Uh, Felix then searched out the two businessmen and calmly shot them both through the head as they came out of a luncheonette. Wow. He left the bodies lying in the street and went into the luncheonette and ordered a cup of coffee, which he drank while he waited for the police to come and arrest him. Hmm. So I think that's just so cool how it, it it's almost like in his nature to do that. <laughs> so to wrap up this story, the uh, yeah, how does this connect to this? So uh, Felix Bocciccio is sentenced to death, uh-huh. and while he's on death row, the Bocciccio clan goes to Don Corleone mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, could you please get him off? He's after all, he is our f- even though he's, he's that doesn't sound like Don Corleone. No, no, no. The Bocciccios go to Don Corleone." Oh, and ask Don Corleone if he can get. And they say, hey, okay. Felix is on death row. Okay, so now they're suddenly <laughs> fighting for him? Well, I mean, in the end, they're very loyal. But they weren't loyal to him when he was rotten in jail for three years. Well, what could they have done? Gotten him out of jail. <laughs> Who? The, the son. Oh, yeah, I guess death row is a whole different level of punishment. So they go to him <laughs> and they say, man, you're like Tom Hagen. You're just tearing this up. <laughs> And so they say, "Don Corleone, please." Or, or is it now that he now that he's proven that he's a Bocciccio and murdered that somebody? Must be it. Like, hey, you know what? We can't yeah. we can't turn him down. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah. And so they said, "Don Corleone, please." Don Corleone, Don Corleone. <laughs> <laughs> Felix Bocciccio is going to die. Felix is going to die in an electric chair. And he says, "Can you get him off the hook for old time's sake?" Uh, Don Corleone curtly refused. He was not a magician. People asked him the impossible. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's not a magician. <laughs> you need to go see Bruno Tatali. Oh, wait a minute. We had him killed. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but as you may be able to start to piece this together. Don Corleone eventually called Hagen in and said, "Hey, let's do. Hey, let's do this deal." So. They got, they offered the Bochichios. They said, we can't get him off death row. It's just too high profile. He might not even but, be in the car. <laughs> he might not even be in the electric chair. He might not even be in that electric chair, Sonny. It might be a different death row. Don Corleone guaranteed to the head of the Bochichio clan that the wife and children of Felix would be rewarded with a handsome pension. And the money for this would be handed over to the Bochichio clan immediately. In turn... The the Bochy, he would he would claim that he killed uh, McCluskey in the toy. Now you're thinking like the Don Alex. <laughs> Felix must confess to the murder of Salazzo and the police captain McCluskey, and so that's that's what they did. Puzzo writes: Finally, the plan was sprung, and all and the confession made headlines in all the newspapers. Mm, the whole might. thing was a huge success. But Don Corleone, cautious as always, waited until Felix Bocciccio was actually executed four months later before finally giving the command that Michael Corleone could return home. It just goes to show you how different times were then that you could get a death sentence and only four months later it would, it would be carried out as opposed to like years and years of, of appeals. That's your takeaway from the story, the inefficiency of the modern justice system. It's not that all these deals were made. And no, deals are, always, deals are always made. I mean, come on. Now he's being naive, okay? You're, you're, Alex, you're so naive. It doesn't take more than four months to have someone put to death. <laughs> 
I mean, unless the, I guess maybe the Don rushed through, you know, his with his contacts. What do you mean? Maybe he like normally there would be a lot of appeals, but the Don said to all the judges and congressmen, oh, like, listen, yeah. let's, let's let's fast track this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <probably. laughs> they yeah. didn't write that, but I yeah. believe that. Have you ever heard the, uh, the the killer Gary Gilmore? No. Gary Gilmore was uh, I killed somebody in Utah, which had the death penalty at the time, and he was found guilty. Mm-hmm. And when he was found guilty, the thing he said was, he's like, I don't want to spend 10 years in jail waiting to get executed. I want my sentence to happen as quickly as possible. I don't want any appeals. I don't want any more Whoa. lots of tricks. I just want <laughs> I just want to be executed. And he really did. He, he, yeah, he was claiming innocence. He sued to have it to, to waive all his uh, his appeals. And he was, did they uh, do it? He was he was executed. Yeah. Firing wow. squad. <laughs> Oh, that's some old school yeah, nonsense. He was, he what was, year is this? Uh, in the 70s, I think. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised that he's the first person to do that. Or maybe made, just made headlines. I mean, why wouldn't he just, well, this is kind of sad. Why wouldn't he just take his own life? He didn't have the guts. Um, no, I think part of it was almost just like he wanted he wanted them to accept the responsibility for killing him. oh wow okay like, like so there's some, some kind of stance inf- where he yeah. was just like yeah mm-hmm. if you're like, gonna, if you're gonna kill it. me kill me like yeah you know uh, so yeah. uh, so interesting anyway, so it sounds like maybe that's what pochicchio did he's like it's yeah. once he confessed he's like and i want to be killed immediately yeah yeah so his family <laughs> could get the pension yeah yeah it's a great deal like every month every month you early you get out you get a 10 percent bonus so like, <laughs> faster you do this thing that's how pensions are calculated for every year of service credit you get 1.3 percent <laughs> that really is how pensions are all calculated <laughs> i got a few more a uh, few things from the book alex mm-hmm. uh, a couple deleted scenes from the movie lucy is in las vegas oh yeah i'll uh, say she is <laughs> it was tom hagan who arranged a job for her in vegas working in a hotel run by sonny's brother fred freddie oh nice it was Tom Hagen who told her that she would receive an annuity from the Corleone family that Sonny had made provisions for her. So at this point in the story, mm. it's known that she's carrying Sonny's bastard. I think Vincent. so. Tom does ask her if she's pregnant. Hmm. Uh, but I don't think it's clear Yeah. If, if he knows, if they actually know that at that point. I wonder if there are other um, Corleone children out there. That, oh, uh, that, uh, that Sonny, uh, you know, that Sonny sprinkled around. Sonny or Fredo, for that matter. He's banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Maybe all of those kids in Kay's classes are all Sonny's kids, <laughs> illegitimate kids. <laughs> like a separate school just for the Sonny, Sonny Corleone Middle School. I can hear the teacher calling off the attendance list. Frank Corleone, mm. yeah. <laughs> Sally Corleone, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it would be something like their motto would be something like, "Don't go to schools, become stupid." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess none of those kids go to college, right? <laughs> <laughs> or they or they'd have those T-shirts like "School of School of Hard Knocks" or uh, like "Street Smart." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tom, uh, Tom asked Lucy to keep an eye on Freddie. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but well, let's see. But when Hagen asked her to keep her eyes open around the hotel, keep an eye on Freddie and on Freddie's boss, the man who owned and operated the hotel as a major stockholder, she said to him, "Oh, Tom, you don't want me to spy on Freddie." Hagen smiled. His father worries about Freddie. 
He's in fast company with Mo Green. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first mention of it Mo might Green. Be, it might be. <laughs> and we just want to make sure he doesn't get into any trouble. Hagen didn't bother to explain to her that the Don had backed the building of this hotel in the desert of Las Vegas, not only to supply a haven for his son, but to get a foot in the door for bigger operations. Yeah. They're so, being driven out of New York. Yeah. <laughs> Different kind of muscle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And finally, in the movie, Mikey goes to meet Kay at her school. Mm-hmm. In the book, it doesn't go down that way, Alex. What happened? Lucy. Lucy. Uh, oh well, two two more things about Lucy. I forgot to say, Lucy meets a doctor. Uh huh. The doctor, the vagina doctor. Yeah, who operates on her and they end up uh, uh, having a relationship. Mm. Uh, and it is the same doctor that Johnny Fontaine goes to for his weak voice, Doctor Taza. <laughs> Wait a minute. So. <laughs> I think that's how Lucy... I'm almost afraid to ask. Is, is Sonny... Thru- no wonder his voice is bad. He's going to a gynecologist for his... For his In the, yeah. My voice is weak. <laughs> yeah. the doctor, I can't do a Johnny Fontaine. I even, He's like, oh. Yeah. Johnny Fontaine. It's almost a combination of Hagen and Don Corley. Dr. Dr. Taza, why uh, why do you have me, why do you have my jaw open in these stirrups? (laughs) It's like one of those, one of those shut up and something, something. (laughs) Yeah, so Johnny, and then then the book Puta writes that Johnny Fontaine complains. Shut up and swallow his tampon. Oh, he, uh. Johnny Fontaine complains about the doctor. He says, oh, all he does is give me this codeine spray. It actually doesn't help mm. my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny! <laughs> so Kay. Kay so, Adams, as I live and breathe. So Kay calls the house. Uh-huh. And she Mama tried. picks up. Yeah. And... They're talking, and uh, Mama says uh, because in the I think there in the was wasn't there a scene where was, she tries yeah. to drop off the letter, and then she's like, "Well, can I call a cab?" And then yeah, he's like, she does "Sure, come on Mama. in." And then Mama's there. And, Mama says, "You forget about him. Just yeah. go." Very heavy Italian yeah. accent. I'm not just stereotyping. Yeah. Different from in the movie. Yeah, she says, "You forget about him, Mikey. Mikey gone. You you forget about him." Uh, so Kay calls her up. I, yeah. I think after 133 episodes, I think people either are already offended by her Italian accents or have stopped caring. Like, like oh, they would have really? stopped listening. A hundred. You don't think we have new listeners dropping in on minute one, starting at minute one thirty with our new YouTube channel? It's possible people I, are just looking at the new chat, new ones. Yeah. What do you so. mean the YouTube channel, Alex? Oh, I'm talking about Godfather Minute on YouTube. You can get every single episode. You can watch it streaming anytime you want to. Every single es- episode. I, well, it's got to cost something. Well, how much would you pay for something like that? Boy, I'd pay up to $10 an episode. It's less than that. Really? It's nothing per episode. <laughs> that is less. <laughs> You're smart. I like that. So for each episode, we get nothing. <laughs> Good day. No. 
Yeah, so people should check that out if they want mm-hmm. another way to listen to the show. Yeah, we have some people subscribed already. Yeah, awesome. So they get it sent right to their right to their uh, feed. I notice our uh, our phishing our our mm-hmm. our data bank of phishing uh, information mm-hmm. is growing every single day. So yeah, thank you very right. much. Thank also, you. if you want to invest now in Corleone Analytics, mm-hmm. you go for it. We'll <laughs> we're getting all kinds of data on our on our listeners' yeah. preferences. For, and if you get five other people to sign up, then you become a premium member. Yeah. And we get even deeper information. Yeah. So you get, you uh, get the Madoff tier of <laughs> of uh, benefits. If you can sign up five more people. Get it out. So a I Ponzi guess Ponzi scan. Do you think Corleone was running any Ponzi scans? Um, it's a great scam. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not because it, in order for it to be successful, you have to have a lot. There's a lot of talk and interest in it. That's its strength, and you want to be on the down low when you're. Running rum out of Canada, right? Running molasses out of Canada. Yeah, you want uh, well, preferably, I guess. You, the problem with Bernie Madoff is you, everyone thinks, oh, it's you know, he needed like a a, a patsy or a proxy to. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's the that's the problem with Bernie Madoff. Alex. <laughs> well, that was his mistake, is what I'm saying. I see. Yeah, <laughs> you need someone to you need a fall guy to pin it on yeah. in that kind of situation. Like maybe if you had a lawyer with one client. If I'm if I'm like a multi billion, I mean, I don't remember the details of the Bernie Madoff thing, but mm-hmm. I imagine he was pretty rich. Uh, yeah. So it seems to me if I got rich from conning people, I go okay. For, it's I guess it's like a it's like a it's like a um, bug out bag. <laughs> like you're like <laughs> yeah. okay. First thing I got to do is set up a fake identity. So if I have to flee the country, I can do so immediately yeah. without having. But then I realize oh, it takes so much three to six weeks to find oh, the yeah. paper. Oh, forget it. And then yeah. like so then there you go. The earthquake yeah. hits and you're suddenly like, why didn't I get I that know. fake identity? Yeah. So uh, I think he did all that, but the. The problem was his fake identity was just something like an anagram. It was like like a Mernie Badoff. So they <laughs> caught him right away. I don't understand why uh, <laughs> aliases like they're always like that. It's like looking for Bob Jones, aka Bob Joan, aka Joan <laughs> Bobson. Like they're all like, why do they pick names that are so similar? So that it's aka Robert Jonesy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That they're totally like- just because through legal documents it's easier to. To, to stray one generation away from your real name? I guess, or if like something happens, you're like, oh, no, no, I'm Bob Robertson. Oh, you're looking yeah. for Robert Bobson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I get that all the time, man. It yeah, because you could show an idea that ID that was believable. Yeah, that, 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 that's that the only thing I can think of oh. is that it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Could get creative with it for crying out loud. <laughs> no, I'm Alexander Robinson. There's a G in there. <laughs> There's a silent G in the middle. <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> Norwegian. Just sprinkle a bunch of silent letters throughout. No one knows how to pronounce it. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh. This is documented proof that I'm not Alex Robinson. Do you see these silent G's every other <laughs> carrot letter? So anything to say about Kay and Yeah, uh, yeah. So in the book so anyway, to finish the story. Oh, yes, right. She yeah, goes to so, Mama. Well she mama. calls up calls up Mama and says, Hey, have you heard from Mikey? And what does Mama say? You know here? You you know here? He no call you, he no see you. Mikey's been back six months. What? Oh, Mikey. You yeah, busted. <laughs> so uh Kay is flabbergasted. Uh-huh. She, she passes out right then for another six months. No, no. <laughs> uh, and so Mama says, had you drink. Oh, we also learn in this that uh, Kay was Kay. 
oh, I'm sorry, Mikey was Kay's first love. Mm. I'm winking at Alex because I didn't mm. want to say them. I don't want to dirty up the podcast. Oh yeah. Well, we already talked about the. Mm. We already talked about Johnny's doctor. So yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. nowhere to go but up from yeah, here. That's true. Uh, well, so Ma- so f- Mama in the 40s. Yeah. So Mama invites Kay to the house, mm-hmm. and that's where Mikey and Kay end up connecting. Mm, how awkward. Yeah, a little awkward. Did, and she goes up and hugs him, and he's yeah. still in pain, I guess, on, in his face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she hugged his face. Yeah, well, I mean, she, I think she kissed him, and <laughs> yeah. he kind of grunted. Yeah, he's <laughs> short, so maybe she went to hug him. Uh, so, yeah, so the question for you, Alex, is because mm-hmm. uh, your fans want to know if you who were, is the real Alex Robinson? Who is the real Alex Robinson? Your fans want to know if you were going to try to reconnect with Kay or any, yeah. you know, you were Mikey, how would you do it? Would uh, you wait for her to call you like Mikey did in the book? Would you meet her at her school at the school like he did in the movie or some other creative way? I would, uh, I would do it more like I would do it in a more creative way. Like I would register at the school as a student <gasps> and then like sign up for her <laughs> class. And then she's like, you know, Carson, John. Corleone, Mikey, what? Yeah, then you like put on YouTube, GodfatherMinute.com, <laughs> go to YouTube. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's what I would. I would yeah. try, or like maybe jump out of like a um, jump out of like a cabinet or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mikey, adults don't enroll in <laughs> elementary school classes. You're being naive. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or maybe, or, you know, you, um, I would maybe do a fake funeral, that whole trick. Mm. And everyone else there would be in on the joke and you'd be laying in the casket. And then <laughs> when Kate came to walk by, you'd be like, <laughs> has anyone ever done that? Is there any documented case of someone pulling that, that joke? I don't that's know. A, that's a long con. <laughs> that's a very long, long con. Because they get buried and everything. It's years <laughs> later, right? Wow. Like they That's they stage some crime. Like we have to we have to dig up the body. We have to dig up his body. <laughs> and then they dig it up and you're like, surprise. They have a, a, a Booyah <laughs> All dust coming out of his mouth. Booyah. Can I get a drink of water? <laughs> Um, Do you think it's better, the book version or the movie version, how Mikey reconnects with with Kay? I think the movie version is stronger. Yeah. Uh, I think because it's it's Mikey's the one being proactive as opposed to her showing up on his doorstep. Yeah. He might not even, you know, he's like, Mom, I'm in my robe, you know, like, yeah. like you might not even be ready this way. He picks the, you know, he shows up on black and he is the yeah. limo driver and everything. It's, you know, in the book, it was awkward because when she walks into his room, room like his little kid in his mom's house, <laughs> he is looking through his wedding photo album. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <You> blasted. <laughs> I thought his face say, was say it with me, Alex. Yeah, blasted. I thought his face was still going to have like all the gunpowder from the from the explosion, you know, like from the car blowing up. This is the first time oh. we've seen him since the car blew up. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
He's got all pictures of Kay mm-hmm. from years ago now, but he has little pictures of Apollonia kind of pasted over Kay's face. Oh. <laughs> it's weird stuff. <laughs> that is really creepy. <laughs> but Puzo does write in the book how Mikey explains that he didn't go and meet Kay when he got back because he didn't think that she would have waited and wanted to be with him. Well, yeah, that's what's unclear. Well, maybe we'll get to it, but um, mm-hmm. it's, I'm surprised he didn't go sooner. Like, something must have happened that he said, oh, maybe she doesn't want to see me. In the book or the movie? In the movie. Clearly in the book, she she goes to him. and You're right, because in the movie, he is back that long, doesn't he? He He's back a year. year? Yeah. I think we find out in the next minute that he's been back a year. Maybe it took him that long to get over Apollonia. Maybe. (laughs) As far as he didn't lead with that. (laughs) Well, she's like, she's (laughs) telling me to move back. He's like, oh my gosh, I don't know how long, like a year and a half, but you know, after I got married and everything. (laughs) What? (laughs) Sure, after I killed that police officer. You killed a police officer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Pochicchio killed the police officer. (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) We have a signed affidavit here. It was Felix Pochicchio. Uh, so I guess that'll wrap up minute one thirty four. We gotta rate it now. We gotta rate it. Mm, it's a tough one. You got a little bit of you got a little bit of Brando. Yeah. You got Hagen exemplifying his uh, his, his, his stupid incredulous nature. <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell you? <laughs> All right, I got mine. Uh, I got mine. Ready? Yeah. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Oh. I went four. All right, yeah. Because we joke so much about that. It was Barzini all Tatali is a pimp. It was yeah. Barzini all Yeah, that's true. Those, those are two great yeah. lines. It was really like a three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to sell it. No, no. I'm, I'm not trying I, to sell it. I could, uh, you know, yeah. I'm not going to argue with any of those ratings. Yeah. If, you're, if you're within one star of each other. You can't really argue too much about like. It'd be different yeah. if you said five and I said two. Yeah, then then we, have, then we have a discussion. Yeah, but, then we have a discussion. But three because and four. Alex, turned out it was five stars all along. along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess that'll wrap up min- minute one hundred twenty-four. If mm, you're uh, thirty-four. So, oh, I was talking about twenty-four. <sighs> Let's start over again. Back. I, I wouldn't mind that because it gives me another 10 weeks to write the next damn song. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Can I do make it really simple, just kind of a drum beat and have Hyman Ruff hey, rapping? Yeah. You're the musical director, whatever you uh, want. You want to collaborate on it? You want to do a rap? Sure, totally. Because we've been talking about that. Well, we can't have Hyman Roth, though, because Hyman Roth's in GF2. Oh, yeah. That's true. Although we could have Hyman Roth rapping about Mo Green. Oh no! This, we've already done the Mo Green. Yeah, we could have Mo Green maybe when he gets shot, but I feel like yeah. that's uh, hmm. yeah. All right, we'll work on it. Maybe the last thing we should do, the last song, or it would be, um, or you know, like setting up things we're gonna see in mm, GF two. Yeah, you know, like all the sneak, unanswered questions. Yeah, sneak previewing all the new, you know, oh, Jeff like Frankie it. Five Angels and uh, and Ivan Roth cool. and uh, Johnny Ola and the, that's you know, fun. So uh, let's see, let's yeah. Uh, that's great. I love that idea. And in Army in the Godfather Minute the musical, that's the intermission. Is yeah. is right before we switch to GF two. So uh Or I guess it could well we could the musical could end and then Musical never ends, man. Well, but then there's sort of a big question mark. The last song sets up the sequel, but you don't have to have the sequel. Yes, right. Maybe. Exactly. Um so okay, that wraps up minute one hundred and thirty four. 
a mere seven minutes uh-huh. from uh, when uh, Mo Green comes onto the stage. Check us out on Facebook, Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub, mm-hmm. and on YouTube. And on YouTube. Yeah, leave us a comment, share it with a friend. Yeah. Um, Just don't wait a year like Mikey did. Yeah, share it with your buffers. Make your move. Uh, all right, so we're going to go record some bonus content. So until next time, Tatalia's it was the, uh, a, a pimp. pimp. It well, I just Pazini realized today it, it was Pazini all along.